Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. How you doing, folks? Yes, another week has rolled around in the bagpiping scene, and as always, we're back again for another episode. I know, you'd think after 300 that we would have called it quits by this point. <laughs> oh no, we haven't learned our lesson yet, I guess. Uh, so we're back again for another episode. Now, as you might have guessed by the title of this week's episode, we've got quite an interesting topic of the week. And uh, yeah, we'll get into all of that, of course. But first of all, let's get into the introductions then, shall we? Yes, if this is your very first uh, Big Rab Show podcast, then uh, where have you been? Uh, but welcome... Nonetheless, uh, yes, we are the Big Rab Show. We are the show for the bagpiping folk, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week, we talk about what we know and love to be the music of the Great Highland Bagpipe and its people. And like every other podcast out there, yes, the old cliche, we do have a Patreon. So if you would like to help support the show, then you can. And you get your hands on tons of extra stuff. And let's say that our Patreon faithful have been treated to uh, quite a dose of extra stuff over this last while. And um, exclusive stuff. And... uh, uh, I'm not going to say what it is because I, that's something I always do. I always give the game away. And I'd say, oh, this is back there. And yeah, stop spoiling it, Rab. So yeah, if you want to go and check it out, then you can. Uh, so go and have a look at Patreon. Uh, but yeah, there is a wealth of stuff back there. Exclusive interviews, exclusive performances, blah, blah, blah. It's all up there. Go and have a dig around at your leisure and possibly click on support. Indeed. Now, uh, with each and every episode, we always have some listener mail. Now, we got quite a dose of listener mail, actually, following the last few episodes. So, again, it's just commentary congratulating us on our 300 episodes. I have to say a huge thank you to all of you who reached out following that massive milestone. And... um yeah, a lot of people are still sort of catching up, episode 300. We do know that it was quite a lengthy uh, episode. Yeah, it was one of the... Ah, it's quite an epic. Uh, but we did look back over the history of the show, and a lot of folks really catching up going, oh, I forgot about that. And, oh, yeah, I forgot that happened. Uh, so, t- yeah, I have to give a shout actually, to Stephen Russell, who messaged us. He was a former team member, and he actually featured in episode 300. Uh, so, shout-out to Stephen. You're a legend, my friend. Uh, but, yeah, he actually produced quite a, a dose of the stuff uh, back in the day. So, yeah, it was good to hear his voice on the show again. We'll have to get Stephen back on again. It's been a while since we've had Stephen Russell on. So, there you go. We'll have to get you back on again, Stephen, if you're listening, pal. There you go. All right. But yeah, a good majority of our listener mail over this past uh, week or so uh, was all talking about episode 300. So again, thank you everyone for the kind words. Uh, We also did get some queries actually asking about various bands and whether they're looking for drummers or pipers, stuff like that. So yes, the Big Rab Show matchmaking service is still very much in operation. So please do keep those coming. Uh, If you do want to possibly pick up the sticks or chanter uh, this incoming year and you're not sure where to go, then please do contact us. Uh, We are... If 
furiously working away behind the scenes matching players with bands and we're also matching bands with players we know there's bands out there who are recruiting at the moment uh, so yeah please do contact us let us know that you're looking for players and we'll do our best to try and get you uh, some players to fill those ranks indeed so our email address as always is bigrabshow at gmail.com that address again bigrabshow at gmail.com Now, there's one little bit of an interesting email that dropped into us here in the Big Rab Show, and that came from Brad Green. Yes, you might recognize that name. Brad, of course, is the piper with the Seven Nations band. We've had Brad on the future, well, our previous show, uh, but he's been telling us about a future album that he's been working on. Yeah, he's been working on a bit of a standalone project. And, uh, yeah, he sent us a little track that kind of really piqued our interest. He said, Hi Big Rab, here's a track that I've just managed to finish for my upcoming solo record. I hope that you enjoy. And uh, yeah, he sent us this, so I'm going to play a little clip of it now. And this is called Heaven and Earth. go i actually really love the sound of that now i have to say that's only a little clip of it i'm not playing the full thing uh but if you do want to hear the full thing then of course you're going to need to check out brad green on social media where i'm sure he'll be giving us all the details of his upcoming album uh so looking forward to that that was a little bit of a teaser i suppose of what's possibly ahead of us so looking forward to that so shout out to brad and uh yeah he's continuing to work hard behind the scenes on his upcoming uh solo album so looking forward to that Indeed. Now, as far as any titles or that or where you can go and grab it, not sure. But I do know that Brad it does have a Spotify uh, account, so you can go and follow him. Spotify, all his music's up there. Uh, so, yeah, do go along and have a listen to that. If that did kind of pique your interest, which it certainly did for me, there you are. So... I always love hearing new music, by the way. So please do send us in if you do have any particular tracks and stuff uh, that you would like teased or featured here on the show. Then please do message us in. Uh, Our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. There you are. Alrighty. Okay, you guessed it. It's time. It's time for Word of the Week. Word of the Week here on the Big Rapture Podcast. Inspiration. Yes, this week's Word of the Week is Inspiration. Now, this all falls out following the past weekend, of course, was the Glymphatic Championships. And I do know a good number of people around the world were all tuning in, watching the live stream of the Glymphatic. We'll talk more about it, of course, in the news and updates and everything that happened. Uh, but... Yeah, the Glymphitic is one of those competitions that really do inspire bagpipers, or even those who aren't bagpipers, to possibly lift the instrument and give it a go. 
yeah, inspiration does play a big part. And whenever people want to lift an instrument for the first time or perhaps you're already a player, maybe you're already a musician and you're already playing pipes or drums and then you watch an event such as the Glenfiddich or even the world solo drumming for that matter and you think to yourself, yeah, I'd love to do that. You know, I feel really inspired. I would love to go and, you know, learn half hour Peabrooks or I'm going to learn two different versions of a hornpipe and jig and all. <laughs> One's dot and cut. And you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it inspires people whenever they see these amazing musicians on stage doing the business. It does give a level of inspiration. But the reason why we're looking at this word of the week this week is because it takes a lot more than just inspiration. And uh, we feel that, you know, Glymphitic is definitely a great platform to inspire people to lift the instrument. That's absolutely awesome. But it's whenever that inspiration doesn't get followed up on with equal determination and hard work. (laughs) That's one of the things that doesn't really seem to follow inspiration. Uh, So you can be completely inspired with what you've just seen. And then 10 minutes later, you've moved on and you're watching something else. And, uh, oh, that inspires you to do something. I mean, like a workout video or something. You know, oh, yeah, I'm going to go out and do a 10-mile run. And, oh, I'll do the couch to 5K, that kind of thing. And then you watch another video and go, no, no, I'm taking up mountain climbing. Yep, look at that guy there. He can climb mountains. I want to do that. I want to be a mountain climber. Class, I'm inspired now. I'm a mountain climber. I'm not a bagpiper at the Glymphitic. Yeah, do you get what I'm saying? You can be plenty inspired to do a ton of things, but it's the follow-up and the determination to achieve what those musicians have just done that you just watched. That's that's the kicker. And uh, I guess that's why I wanted to talk about this week's uh, Word of the Week being inspiration, because I do know a good number of people that did watch the Glymphitic, and a lot of people were going, oh, wow, I want to learn how to play Peabrook. I want to be able to play like, you know, <laughs> like Willie McCallum. I want to be able to play like these guys. Uh, but uh, what they neglect to look at is the amount of sheer hard work and determination, the years of blood, sweat, and tears that has went into some of those performances Yeah, I guess whenever you look at a performer doing the business up there, they make it look effortless, you know. And it's, oh, that looks dead dead easy. I want to do that too. But yeah, whenever you consider it, that those, you know, performers, those competitors at the Glymphitic there have been playing at such a high level for such a long time. Yeah, they absolutely have earned their spot. And that's one thing, yeah, that a lot of our inspired people don't follow through on i guess Uh, so it's something i did want to remind everyone i guess once you've been inspired by watching something that's ultra cool like that and then yeah if you could possibly follow it up with the determination factor dedication factor i guess as well there's a lot that goes into it so yes be inspired have your inspiration do look back at it refer to it to you know keep that fire going But I guess it's the determination to reach that spot makes the difference. And that's exactly why I wanted to talk about in this week's Word of the Week. There you are. (laughs) I hope that makes perfect sense. Inspiration is nothing without determination, I guess. There you are. All right, moving swiftly on then. We're going to gloss over that one. I guess I'm going to get some angry emails on that one. BigRabShowGmail.com Let's get into it then. JD, my old friend, have we got any Weekly Drone this week? It's the Weekly Drone. 
Hey Rab. Following up last week's droner regarding piping podcasts, I just wanted to make sure any who weren't aware are made aware. The longest running bagpiping podcast out there is worth a look if you're feeling like there's not enough piping podcast content coming out. Way Too Twog's Bagpipe and History Podcast. That's spelled W-E-T-O-O-T-W-A-A-G. It's my favorite bagpiping podcast, after Big Rab, of course. And there's a massive back catalog of episodes all well worth exploring. Now, that's not the main reason I'm writing this. The main thing is, I want JD to say... There was an old farmer who lived on a rock. He sat in the meadow, waving his fists at some boys who were down by the crick, their feet in the water, their hands on their marbles and playthings. And in days of yore, there came a young lady who looked like a lovely young lady. She sat on the grass, she lifted her skirts, and showed off her ruffles and laces and a neat little tuck. She told us she was learning a new way to raise up her children and teach them to knit while the boys in the barnyard were shoveling straw. From the hayloft they worked day and night. If you think this is vulgar, then blame Aaron Shaw of the Wicked Tinkers. I recited this as poetry all through my high school English and literature classes thanks to him. Ah, weekly droner. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing, weekly droner? I think you're putting JD to the proper test there, I reckon. Uh, but I have to say, JD did say that he would read out anything that was in that box for him, you know. Uh, anything that's typed in there, or JD has promised that he'll read out for us. So, uh, yeah, I think he's proven that fact now, for sure. Uh, so, but yeah, we did have to think twice about possibly airing that or not airing it, because uh, we are a family-friendly show, but uh, there's nothing offensive in there. I have to say, for those, though, who are filling out the blanks, uh, for shame. For shame. Uh, yeah, for you folk out there who might possibly be making it something that it isn't, then um, for shame. Anyway, there you are. Uh, <laughs> but our weekly droner did mention another piping podcast there uh, called the We Two Twag Podcast. Uh, so, th- yeah, we, we're aware of this show. I think it's been available now since 2006. It's been on the go, kind of on again, off again. Uh, I, I think from the last search I was able to do, there was about 90-something episodes there that you're able to listen back to of a back catalogue. Um, I've been listening to the pod now for uh, a couple of months now, and uh, honestly, it's fascinating. Uh you know, the guy that produces this podcast goes really into the woods, into a lot of the history and everything. Yeah, he gets some real old and obscure medieval tunes and brings them and plays them on the pod and talks all about them, their stories as to why they were composed. And that's absolutely fascinating. So, yeah, shout out to the We Two Twag podcast. You can go along and check out their website, wetootwag.com. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely. More pipe and podcasts, the better. Yeah. And each one of them does bring a different flavour to the piping scene, for sure. So the more, the better, you know. The more people talking about this instrument and its music and its people, the better. Absolutely. So go and check that out. We2twag.com. There you go. 
a shameless plug, no doubt, but definitely well received. And if you do want to go do your own particular plug or talk about anything that we've uh, mentioned here on the show, uh, then, yeah. Weekly Drone is where you do it. Warts and all. Yeah, uh, we will do our best not to edit anything uh, unless it's unbroadcastable. So, yeah, go along to our website, thebigrabshow.com forward slash weekly drone. There's a big button right at the top of the page, and that's where you can go and submit your story, thoughts, and feelings. And, yeah, let us have it over there on Weekly Drone, and I'll feature here in a future episode of the pod. Indeed. Alrighty, well, you guessed it at this point, now that Weekly Drone is behind us, then aye, I think I'll go and get myself a wee bit of a cup of tea at this point. And uh, aye, before we get into all the news and updates, of which there are plenty. Do you wish piping could be fun again? Bagpipers around the world continue to struggle with their instrument, despite hours of hard work trying to get better. Bagpiping should be fulfilling. Your hard work should pay off. Showing improvement and the freedom to express yourself musically. Or why do it? The Dojo University believe every piper should be able to free themselves from musical frustration, proven over more than a decade of successful teaching and accessible anywhere with an internet connection. The Dojo is unlike any other bagpipe learning experience in the world. Let the Dojo channel your enthusiasm into a fun and fulfilling program that will empower you with the knowledge to fall in love with piping all over again. So go to dojouniversity.com forward slash big rab and take advantage of our 30-day free trial of Dojo Premium Membership. Join the global community of students today and rediscover the fun of bagpiping. dojouniversity.com forward slash big rab for a 30-day free trial. Ah, yes, I think that cup of tea was well-deserved because I don't know if you can hear this on the mic or not, but as I'm recording this tonight, it's absolutely howling a gale out there. Rain is thumping off this one day right next to me, so I'm sure you can possibly hear it. But anyway, uh, I'm going to go try and get this podcast done before the electricity actually uh, gives out on me. It's actually flickered a few times as I was boiling the kettle there. So, I am a little bit panicked, not going to lie. Am I going to get the pod finished this week? Well, if you're listening to it, then the answer is yes. Uh, But right now, at the point of recording, uh, I have my doubts. Uh, But anyway, let's get into it then, shall we? All the news and updates. Right, of course, we have to talk about the biggest event that happened this past weekend, Saturday the 29th. Of course, we're talking about Glenfiddich. The Glenfiddich Championship at Blair Castle did not disappoint. Can I just say that the standard of piping on offer here was simply absolutely breathtaking. Now, I've actually managed to watch it back a few times now. I'm not going to tell you exactly how many times I've watched it back. Um, But yes, if you manage to purchase tickets for the online live stream, like I say, it is still available. You can now go back and watch it again. Uh, So yeah, you have up to seven days where you can watch it again and again and again. And I'm not going to tell you how many times I've watched it, <clears throat> as I've said. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the Glenfiddich Championship, honestly, was such a pleasure to watch. And even better to be able to watch back again. There were some performances, whatever. And the first listen through, I thought, that's incredible. 
but there's something with it with me I, I don't fully understand. But yet, whenever I went back and I listened to it again, and then I listened to the variations again, especially in the Peabrook, yeah, absolutely, I got it. So it was the Peabrook competition was a bit challenging for me as a drummer, I suppose, uh, you know, keeping up with all the different variations before we got back to the ground eventually. Uh, but yes, some of the tunes absolutely were incredible especially in the Peabrook competition obviously Callum Beaumont's Lament for the Earl of Andrum that one stands out honestly it's possibly one of my favorite Peabrooks anyway uh, but Callum managed to pick up the top spot there in the Peabrook competition so well done to Callum uh, but yes of course overall champion I'm rambling now overall champion of course Wally McCallum and this is his ninth I think yeah I think by all good accounts it has his ninth uh, Glenfiddich Championship. Uh, so, yeah, unfortunately, whenever we first put it out there on social media, we did so thanks to a press release that we got from uh, the Python Centre, but unfortunately, we got the number wrong. Uh, it wasn't his eighth title, it was his ninth title. So, yeah, I think Wally is, that, yeah, he's definitely up there among the piping gods, I suppose, at this point. Uh, yeah, lifting his ninth Glenfiddich Championship uh, fully deserved there, for sure. Of course, Callum Beaumont came in in second, and in third place, actually, was Fred Morrison. Now, this, for Fred Morrison fans, yeah, we were so stoked to this. I was so happy to see Fred lifting that third spot. Absolutely incredible. Uh, so, yeah, Fred deservedly so on that third spot because he, he hit second spot in the Peabrook competition. Uh, he played The End of the Great Bridge. There you are, which is a tune I hadn't heard before, actually. But I've listened to it a few times now, and it's very interesting. Uh, so, yeah, the Peabrook competition, the way it all shook down, we had Callum Beaumont, who lifted the top spot for Peabrook. Uh, Fred Morrison was second, and Willie McCallum was third, actually, in the Peabrook. And then in the MSR competition, with Willie McCallum, who lifted the MSR. Uh, Connor Sinclair came in in second in MSR, and Angus McCall came in third. There you are. So, those of you, of course, doing your maths at home were able to work out then. Yeah, we had Wally McCallum winning it overall, MSR preference. And uh, then we had Callum Beaumont in second, followed by Fred Morrison. There you are. So, quite an interesting competition. If you didn't catch it, I would urge you, I think you can still actually go and get tickets for the live stream and re-watch it again. Uh, so, you can go along to the nationalpipingcenter.co.uk and, you know, just search for the Glymphitic over there and you'll find it. Honestly, I cannot sing its praises enough, and uh, I'm not going to keep repeating myself here, but honestly, the quality and standard of piping was just breathtaking. And I know we said it in Word of the Week that it is honestly an inspiration, and it's something that I haven't really delved into with my own piping, is learning a P-Brick. Now, I know my piping tutor, Andrew, is probably listening right now, and he's threatened before to actually teach me my first P-Brick. Um, I just don't know if I'm brave enough is the thing, um, but I've been told that, yeah, I shouldn't be scared of it, really, and that, yeah, I should be able to hopefully learn a Peabrook, so, yeah, Andrew has full confidence in me in learning one, so I might as well give it a go, but, yeah, I might actually, yeah, I don't know if the lament for the Earl of Andrum is within my grasp or not, or maybe something a bit easier, uh, but, but, hey, watching the Glymphitic Championship, these guys just make it look effortless. And they, yeah, they just make it look as if it's completely natural and there's no effort involved. And you just walk up there, thump out some blistering tunes, melt everybody's faces off, and then just make it walk off. You know, it's like, eh, nothing happened. <laughs> it's just incredible, you know? Uh, it's like all these guys on stage there are invincible. They're impervious to nerves, <laughs> you know, and being human. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I know if I was ever up there, my knees would be knocking. I would be a puddle on the floor. Uh, but, hey, all these guys stood up there, thumped out some blistering music, 
And honestly, I think 2022 for the Glenfiddich will go down in the record books as one of the best, I would say. Absolutely. Now, I have to say thanks to Bob Worrell, actually. For those of you who are following him on social media, uh, if you did manage to catch uh, a couple of sneaky videos that Bob managed to put up on his Facebook page uh, at the Cayley event at Glenfiddich. So, yes, after the Glenfiddich event finishes good and proper, then there is like a big dinner and a Cayley and everything where all the competitors all march on together and they were you know playing a march tune and everything. And they would play a few tunes in celebration of the event and everything before everyone settles down for a bit of a feed. And a bit of a Keely. Uh, well, yeah, he uploaded a video of all the Pipers all walking in. And it was awesome. I have to say, there was a few comments, mind you. Um, everyone there was in full Highland dress, of course, as, as expected. However, Fred Morrison wasn't. Fred dressed comfortably. Uh, Fred was there, I think, just in like a hoodie and jeans and stuff. But he was still definitely there thumping out the piping goodness like the rest of them. Uh, so... Hi, I don't know. I'm a huge Fred Morrison fan. You guys know that. I've count, I've said it countless times on Fuse, and I'll say it here on the podcast on the record. I absolutely love all to do with Fred Morrison and his music. It's just incredible to see him in there in the higher echelons of the Glenfiddich. Uh, so, yeah, just absolutely brilliant. So go along. Check out Bob Worrell uh, on social media. If you haven't checked out that video, by the way, it is there. Uh, so many thanks to Bob for filming that. It's great to see a little bit of behind-the-scenes-y kind of things that you wouldn't normally get to see. But I guess that's the power of the internet now, isn't it? Everyone's got a camera in their pocket. So, yeah, thank you to Bob for sharing that with us. Quite a special moment there. There you are. All right. So, yes, moving on from the Glenfiddich Championship again. I just want to reiterate how amazing it was. Congratulations to all of the organizing team and to those who provided all the live stream coverage as well. I have to say, uh, yeah, top quality uh, audio and visuals. It was just incredible. Well done to everyone involved. So, bring on Glenfiddich 2023. <laughs> I know this one's only just finished, but I'm looking forward to next year. It's going to be a good one, indeed. All righty. Moving on, let's get into some other news stories then, shall we? Well, I have to give a shout to Kilbarkin Pipe Band, uh, who put up a bit of an interesting post there about a week or so ago now, uh, and it's a photograph, all right, where they're all like practicing in like a big lorry warehouse or like a big yeah a big garage i suppose all filled with lorries now that wasn't the interesting point the point that was interesting in this photograph is that they had 34 pipers on the floor what yep they had 34 pipers on the floor and when you see this photograph you're thinking that's a mass band but yet it was Awesome to see this photograph of Kilbarkin with 34 pipers on the ground. Now, they had uh, 12 pipers only just got their pipes about eight weeks ago, I think is what they were saying. So, uh, yeah, there's 12 of them throughout this 34 who haven't played before. And this is the first time that they were mixing in with the band, and it was just awesome to see. Also, they were there. They had three brand new snare drummers and three new tenors as well who was in this photograph. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, go along and check out Kilbarkin on their social media. Honestly, such a great story to see all these brand new players. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just really, really encouraging, I guess. Yeah, there you go. Speaking of encouraging and a little bit of fun, I guess, I have, you have to go and check out Dan Nevins on his own social media, Dan Nevins Piping. He's running something that's really quite interesting, and I, I am following this with interest. He's running what he's calling the World Cup of Medleys. All right, now this is something he's been developing now over a series of weeks and months, actually, where he's been talking about everyone's favorite pipe band, Medley. 
asking everyone to submit their favorite band, their favorite year, their favorite set, whatever. Well, Dan now has it up on his social media and asking people to submit by a public vote for everyone to vote for their favorite medley. He's calling it the World Cup medley, uh, the World Cup of medleys, sorry. So go along and check that out. As I say, I will be following this with interest. Um, I don't know if Dan is using this as kind of, you know, a bit of a direction for his upcoming book that he's working on, Pipe Bands Are For Everyone, uh, but yeah, this is quite an interesting one, for sure. So go and check that out, Dan Nevins Piping, on social media, and uh, yeah, the World Cup of medleys. That's an interesting one. Okay, I've got a little news story here uh, from, yeah, a band that we featured on the show here before, Rora. Now, you guys know we're huge Rora fans. Uh, well, they've put it out on their own social media that they are working on brand new music. Oh, baby. Yeah, apparently, well, this was five days ago. They put up a photograph of the guys just standing about, and underneath it, it says, New Music 2023. Yes, please. And they go on to say, um, it's been a great few days. The band have been working, writing, and are in pre-production for a brand new record. Apparently, they're heading into the studio soon. Now, as to what soon will be, it could be this week, next week, next year. You just don't know. But apparently, they will have a lot of exciting updates and news on the way very soon. And, yeah, I'm holding on to hope that they're working on another new album. Yeah. So for those Rora fans out there who've been waiting for new music from the guys, well, there you are. The announcement just dropped there about five, five, six days ago. And uh, yeah, they are working on brand new music. And I'm very excited about that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, oh, speaking of excited, by the way, the, the Gathering Festival put out a bit of an announcement there talking about their lineup. Yeah. Did you see about this? Yeah, the 27th of May, of course, in the Northern Meeting Park in Inverness, the Gathering have announced a little bit about their lineup. They have, of course, Tide Lines. Tide Lines! Yes, love them. Uh, we have Hannah Rarity as well. Horo will be there. Outstanding. We have Rant. Uh, of course, the Red Hot Chili Pipers will be there as well. We also have Talisk as well. Oh, man, I love Talisk. Uh, so, yeah, and we also have the City of Inverness. Youth Pipe Band will be there as well. So the Gathering Festival, as I say, I think they are selling tickets currently at the moment. Uh, So that'll be, as I said, the 27th of May at the Northern Meeting Park in Inverness. If you haven't got tickets for it, I would urge you to go and grab them now. Because I think they are announcing more acts as the date approaches. So, yeah, they are still continuing to book acts for this incredible festival. And looking at last year's, uh, this past year's even, I should say, uh, yeah, it was simply brilliant. The Gathering seemed to be one of the biggest festivals in Inverness. And in that area, suppose, and yeah, it just pulled in some huge names uh, from the Celtic and folk scene. So, yeah, the gathering. I'm yeah. If I was living in that area, absolutely, I would be picking up tickets for that. So there you are. So I hope that those few names that I managed to drop in there kind of wets your whistle and maybe tempts you to go and grab tickets. There you go. Okay, another thing that I've been really interested in following this last while is the British Drum Co. have been putting out little interviews and stuff and clips and that, performance clips and stuff, uh, with Davy Henderson, of course, um, from Police Scotland and Federation Pipe Band. Yes. Uh, well, we he- we now have an interview with David Henderson on the sofa, I think is what they're calling it. Uh, so, on the sofa with... David Henderson. Uh, so it's where Stu from British Drum Co. sits down and has a chat with David. Talks all about the band, the drums and everything. And uh, yeah, it's just really interesting. So go along and have a listen, a listen at that, I suppose. Quite an interesting interview there. And Stu, I have to say, if you're listening, buddy, you can have my job. You can do an, a really good interview, mate. There you go. 
Um, so he's done a couple of these on the sofas. And uh, yeah, I dare say he'll be taking Big Rab's job next. Yeah. <laughs> this could be the Big Stew Show. Hi. And then I could retire after 300 episodes. <laughs> Awesome stuff, but yeah, honestly, shout out to the British Drum Co. And they're on the sofa interview there with Davey. That was really, really cool, and I really enjoyed it, actually. I think that the previous one I'm talking about as well, they had it with Tyler Fry, and that was an interesting one in itself, too. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, And oh, by the way, British Drum Co. are teasing something again. Now, as to what the heck they're teasing, I have no idea. But it's like a photograph of a crow or something, and like it's all dark and mysterious and it's like uh, watch the space kind of thing you know the way British Drum Co love to do that I hate it when they do it because of course they catch me on the hook and I'm going oh what is it what is it what, what, what's going on why is there a bird there why, why is it all dark and stuff uh, what's going on British Drum Co well of course they're not going to tell us and then maybe they'll yeah they'll release something in a week or two and even tease us even further like, something's coming, and there'll be another photo of another bird or something. I don't know. But, yeah, shout out to British Drum Co. They are the kings of teasing us on social media. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, go and check them out. And, honestly, they've got a wealth of great content over there over this last week or so. It's just been really great. So, yeah, shout out to the British Drum Co. All right. Yes, I have to give a mention here locally to an event that's happening here in Northern Ireland. Of course, it is the William Kennedy Piping Festival. It's just around the corner, actually. So that kicks off on the 17th through to the 20th of November here in Armagh in Northern Ireland. And yeah, looking at the list of names on here. Woo! Yes, there are quite a lot of big names playing at this year's William Kennedy Festival. Now, I'm going to drop a few names in here just to kind of wet your whistle. All right. Now, that's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to read you the full hashtag list here. Uh, but we have Ancho Lorenzo. Yeah, we have Brendan Murphy. Yeah, okay. Uh, Bridget Campbell. Yeah. Charlotte Henderson. Uh-huh. Yeah, need I say more? All right. Well, yeah, I'm not going to. But <laughs> you get the picture. It is truly an international festival this year. We're pulling in people from uh, Scotland, the United States, uh, Portugal, England, everywhere really i think there's even some coming from italy as well so yeah this is quite an international piping festival this year uh, for the william kennedy and uh yeah it's great to see it returning to full strength i suppose post pandemic i guess uh, so for more information on everything that i've been suggesting then do go and check out uh, wkpf.org there you are wkpf.org for the william kennedy piping festival uh, for all your information and where you grab tickets and where your events are happening that's all up there. I think there is also a few uh, like piping academies and different things like like workshops, concerts, sessions. There's lectures as well. Uh, th- yeah, that's all sorts happening at the festival. There's just way too much for me to get into on the podcast here. But uh, yeah, if you're a fan of bagpiping and trad music or you want the two worlds to mix together, this festival is absolutely for you. Uh, so yeah, it's where the Celtic music and folk music scene and the band scene all collide, I guess, and it's absolutely a wonderful fusion of piping there, the William Kennedy Piping Festival. All right, I have to give a shout then, of course, to Fife Police Pipe Band. Yes, apparently there was a little rugby match that was taking place. <laughs> yeah, and it was awesome to see uh, Fife Police Pipe Band back again, uh, piping the team into the stadium, which was awesome to see. I love the way they do this. I don't, yeah, so the band play in front of the team bus as the bus is driving into the park. It's just awesome. The fans just really lap it up, you know, and they're clapping and cheering. And 
whooping and all that, and then the band, you know, the band stand and play as the team get off the bus, and the crowd just goes nuts. It's just, yeah, it's a lot of fun to watch. Uh, so I dare say it's a lot of fun to be in the middle of all of that. <laughs> so yeah, shout out to Five Polis Pipe Band. They've uploaded a lot of photographs, even a few video clips and stuff that people caught from the crowd. Uh, so yeah, it's just awesome. Shout out to the Five Polis Pipe Band. Great to see us in action, guys. Now, I have to say, there's a lot of pipe bands who were in action, of course, because, well, let's face it, it was Halloween, wasn't it? And a lot of bands were out at different parades and celebrations, of course. I have to give a shout-out to, is it Essex Caledonian Pipe Band, who had all sorts of different lights and things on their drums, which looked very cool. They even had those, you know, the glow-up sticks, drumsticks and everything. That looked like a lot of fun. And their pipes even had, you know, like fairy lights on them. They all glowed, glowed in the dark. It was class. So, yeah, shout out to Essex Caledonian Pipe Band. Yeah, really interesting. And also to Column Kill, of course, Pipe Band as well. Uh, here locally in Northern Ireland, they were involved in the Halloween celebrations there up in Derry. And I think it went really well. Um, in fact, I had a lot of people who were actually there just for a night out. And uh, I was getting text messages throughout the night going, Here, Rab! You would love this. There's a pipe band here. and I, Yeah, that's Colin Kill, isn't it? Aye, how do you know that? <laughs> oh, I know these things. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Colin Kill. I believe it was quite a successful night there. And uh, yeah, just two, uh, many different pipe bands out there. We're all out celebrating uh, Halloween and marking it with various different performances and things in their local community. And just, yeah. That was just awesome to see everyone out playing like that. So, yeah, awesome stuff. If your band was out at Halloween night or even over the course of the weekend and stuff, helping your local community celebrate Halloween, then, yeah, send those photos into us. We'd love to see them. Indeed. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Indeed. Alrighty. Another news story, then. I have to mention the Brisbane Boys College Pipe Band. Yes, it's that time again. They've announced that they're going to be holding a concert called the Sounds of Scotland Concert. This will be held on the 12th of November. Now, this will be in the junior school green outdoor uh, in the college hall and everything. Or it will be in the college hall if it's raining. There you are. So, yes, for more information on this and where you can grab your tickets, go along and check out the Brisbane Boys College Pipe Band on social media. Um, it, yeah, as far as I'm aware, the tickets are $20 for an adult, 15 for a child, something like that. But, yeah, for full information on everything as to what to expect from the Brisbane Boys College and the Sounds of Scotland concert, then go and check them out on their socials. There you are. Indeed. Alrighty. Well, in case you've been living under a stone, you might have heard that uh, ourselves on The Big Rab Show are running something called, uh, what's it called again? Uh, The Big Rab Show Awards? Uh, Yeah, I think we might have mentioned that. Uh, Yeah, Big Rab Show Awards, of course, the voting for it closed last night. Yes, the voting is now closed. You can no longer submit votes for your favourites. So if you haven't already placed your votes, then I'm afraid you're out of time. Yes. Now, this time next week on the podcast, we will be announcing our champions, our winners of our Big Rab Show Awards. Now, currently at the moment, our team are running through all the votes and verifying each one in place. So we can, yeah, we can definitely verify that it was a human being that placed them. Uh, So, yeah, we are totting up the results as we speak and we will have them for you here on next week's podcast. Now, we have had a number of emails, uh, Facebook messages, tweets, all sorts of stuff, all asking us loads of questions about the awards and who we will be picking. And, uh, and uh, no, we don't pick the winner. Uh, the general public do. Uh, you guys who place your votes online, that's where the winner comes from. We don't choose them. All right. So I'm um, hopefully, again, by way of explanation, 
This is not a you know, Rab Show team picking a winner here. This is the piping folk picking a winner. So we will find out next week who you guys have chosen in all of our associated categories. And I'm really looking forward to next week's podcast. So, um, yeah, we do know there's a good number of bands, products, venues, books, all sorts of things that were all nominated and all were running campaigns asking folks to go and vote for them. So we're aware of it and we've shared out a few on our socials, you know, to try and encourage people to vote and whatever. And uh, yeah, let's just say the sheer volume of votes that we've received are in their thousands. And we can't wait to next week's pod. It's going to be so much fun. When we crown our Big Rab Show award winners. Now, I have to say, whenever you're downloading next week's podcast, um, I expect you to get all dolled up. Yeah, if you fellas out there, you know, maybe put on a tuxedo or something, or a wee dicky bow, or, yeah, if you're a woman out there listening, you know, maybe put on, a, you know, a fancy ball gown or something. I don't know. You know, it's it's the Rab Show Awards. Let's get dressed up, you know? Yeah. Anyway, what am I talking about? So that's on next week's pod. Looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, speaking of bands that were out celebrating Halloween and all the rest, of course I have to give a shout out to Drums and Roses, who have been gigging like absolute crazy this last while. And shout out to Care McQuillan, by the way. Uh, I, I spotted a little video clip of Care uh, thumping away in his Andante snare drum with the guys, and Care was really playing a storm with the guys there at Drums and Roses. Uh, so, yeah, I'm an absolute fan of Drums and Roses. You guys know that, I've said it before. But yeah, just shout out to those guys who've been really furiously busy this last while it seems to be they're playing everywhere at the moment i think more recently uh, to recording this podcast they appeared at a festival called tam fest there you are but yeah they're doing lots of little small local gigs as well as some big yeah big stages as well so shout out to the guys at drums and roses seem to be going from strength to strength there honestly yeah Alright, on this week's pod, I do want to give a mention to a young chap called Andrew West, who published a video that really caught our attention here on The Big Rab Show. Uh, He created a video uh, where he was talking about Jim Kilpatrick's Mrs. McPherson of Inveran. Now, this is is a drum score written by Jim Kilpatrick. It's really quite famous in the drumming world. But uh, he's quite right in saying that he couldn't find the score for it anywhere. Now, ourselves in Rab Show, we've tried searching for it too, and we couldn't find it. Well, apparently, Andrew has actually managed to transcribe this, and he's actually published a video of him performing it. So, yeah, absolutely fascinating for Drummond fans. Uh, So, yeah, shout out to Andrew. Yeah, so go along and check out his video. We have shared it out on our socials. Uh, Shout out to Andrew West, uh, who was playing Jim Kilpatrick's Mrs. McPherson of Inveran. There you are. I have to say, a few folk out there do know about where we could get a possible transcript of this, then please do let us know. We would love to see it. Yeah, because we haven't been able to find it yet, so there you are. All right, I have to give a mention, of course. To the, we're in this time of year that's in it. It's time for AGMs and stuff. And I know it gets a bit stuffy and a bit boring and nobody wants to talk about it. But yeah, it's a very important time of year where a lot of decisions get made. And we do have to remind the folk out there that this is... It's more important that you might believe. 2023 is shaping up to be quite a big season compared to last year. Yeah, 2022 was seen as a year of rebuilding, but now that's behind us. We're now hoping that 2023 will be even bigger. So, yeah, I have to give a reminder to folks living locally here in Northern Ireland that the 72nd Northern Ireland Branch Annual General Meeting will be taking place on Saturday the 26th of November. Now, this will be held in person 
Yeah, this will be held in Cookstown. Now, for full details, of course, you can go along and check it out on the RSPBA Northern Ireland website. But it's in Cookstown, in the Cookstown Methodist Church Hall, Saturday, 26th of November. There you are. So there will be going over things such as nominations of election of officers, uh, you know, doing all your usual reports on finance and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, yeah, from all of that information and all of that really interesting stuff... (laughs) You can go along. You can go along to the RSPBA Northern Ireland branch socials, uh, where they've shared that out and everything, and how you can get involved. Now, I have to say that it, I really encourage you to attend wherever possible. Yeah, if your band is a member of the Northern Ireland branch and you would like to affect change, this is your only way to do it, folks. You have to attend your meetings and make suggestions, possible rule changes, who knows, you know, ways of doing things better. Was there something from this past season that you didn't like? Then let them know. Or was there something that you did and they, they should do more of? Then definitely let them know at the same time. So... As I've said, AGMs are happening. I'm just, yeah, I'm being completely biased here, I suppose. I'm based in Northern Ireland, so I'm talking about our Northern Ireland branch. But please do look at your own branch, wherever you are listening right now around the world, uh, and make sure that you do attend your AGMs wherever possible. Get involved and affect change for the better. Our piping scene will not move forward without people pushing it forward, I guess. So, with that being said... Yeah, AGM for Northern Ireland. Yeah, it's the Saturday, the 26th of November. Get that into your calendars and make sure that you attend. There you are. All right. I have to give a shout out to Tartan Tunes. Tartan Tunes. Yes, I have to give a shout out to those guys. I love Tartan Tunes. If you haven't been following them on social media, of course, and caught any of their online shows, then you're missing a trick. Well, they have put out an announcement Oh, that really has piqued my interest. Of course, for piping fans, this will be a show not to miss. On Sunday, the 6th of November, they have Ali Hutton joining them. Ali Hutton! Yep, Ali Hutton's going to be joining the guys on Tartan Tunes. Now, this is going to be all sorts of incredible. So we're also going to have performances from him as well, of course. That's part of the Tartan Tunes thing. They bring someone on, have a chat with them, but then they also have a few tunes from them as well. So, yeah. Ali Hutton's going to be on Tartan Tunes this weekend on Sunday, the 6th of November. So definitely consider going and checking that out. Yeah, there you go. I have to give a mention to People's Ford. And now I know people are expecting me to say People's Ford bog hall and bathgate, of course. But I'm talking about the company, actually, People's Ford. And they put out a video on their YouTube channel there about a week or so ago now <clears throat> and talking about the relationship between the company of People's Ford and the pipe band, Bog Hall and Bathgate. It gives a history of the band and their involvement, of course, at grade one at the highest level, but also gives a little bit of a, a background behind the company, People's Ford, and how they stumbled upon this relationship with the band. And it's honestly quite a fascinating video. It's only about six and a half minutes long thereabouts. But um, yeah, I would urge you to go along and have a watch at it. it. Honestly, I didn't know half of the stuff that they talked about. But you know how the relationship between the company People's Ford uh, came to be synonymous with People's Ford Boghall and Bathgate. Do you know what I mean? It's now part of the vernacular. As soon as you say People's Ford, us piping fans expect it to be followed up with uh, bog hall and basket do you know what I mean so they're kind of one and the same now at this point but they are two separate entities you know People's Ford is a car company and then we have bog hall and basket there you go so 
yeah, go along and check that out. Just type it into your search engine or go to YouTube and look for the People's Ford uh, YouTube channel. And uh, we've shared out the video, of course, on our Rab Show socials. Uh, but it's definitely interesting. It's uh, so quite, yeah, an interesting story there of how a chance meeting uh, turned out to be quite an interesting relationship there between, uh, you know, a successful business, but also a successful pipe band. Indeed. There you are. An interesting one. All right. Let's move on to another news story. I have to give a mention then to Kyle Howie. Kyle Howie! <clears throat> yes. Fans of Kyle Howie, uh, well, myself included, will be absolutely ecstatic to see Kyle back on YouTube again, thumping out his tunes a day. Yes, he's back again for the month of November, uh, or as we call it affectionately, Movember, as we're raising money now for charity. Yes, so Kyle, every single day during the month of November, is raising money for charity. And for full information, of course, you can go along to Kyle's YouTube channel and check out his introduction video that he posted, well, just yesterday. And I suppose day is day two. Uh, So there will be another video just as I'm recording this, I guess. Uh, So each and every day, Kyle Howe will be putting out a video of him performing a tune a day for Movember. And raising money for charity, where you can go and help support him. Uh, There has various links, of of course, to his GoFundMe and everything so yeah why not contribute and also i think throughout the course of this he i think he's giving away a commissioned tunes i think they're a hundred pound a pop uh but can be a great christmas gift you know if you want kyle to write and name a tune uh for maybe someone you love in your you know your life who would really love a piping tune named after them uh or yeah even a, a company a place uh, anything yeah so do consider it so yeah go and check out kyle Hoy on youtube and on his social medias of course uh kyle Hoy music or kyle Hoy piping it's just, yeah absolutely incredible stuff to see him back again and i'm a huge fan and of course ourselves and rab show have supported him over the years in this venture and we will continue to do so that's just quite awesome to see and i think he's also going to be giving away a set of pipes again this year he's done that in previous years where he's given away a set of mccallums and stuff and uh i it's just been awesome to see uh, he's raised so much money for charity each and every year and it's great to see him back again doing the same again so we're hoping that he will raise tons of money this year uh, so good luck to kyle Howe, and uh yeah shout out to the youtube channel go and check that out all right well i have to say the most of their news and updates from this past week have mostly been about Halloween gigs. There's been a lot of bands out there, as I've mentioned, that we've kind of just glossed over that fact. A lot of bands have been out performing and playing at various different events throughout this past week or two, I suppose, in the run-up to Halloween even. Uh, so, yeah, if your band is out there in the community playing at little gigs and stuff and doing little spots of fundraising, you know, if you're having a bake sale, a car wash, that kind of thing, then let us know. You know, We'd love to hear about it here in the Rab Show and best of all, we would love to try and help promote it for you. You know, let folks know that it's happening. And then we could hopefully attract more people to your event to help support your band. Indeed. So, yeah, as always, our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Drop us in a message and let us know if there's anything in particular we can help with. That's exactly why we're here. All right. Well, speaking of why we're here, let's get into this week's topic then, shall we? And let's hear about this quite interesting product. Yeah. Alrighty, I think it's time for me to go and get myself a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. The British Drum Company is driven by their passion to create the finest marching drums for those who recognise and value the highest of standards. The Axial Series is the British Drum Company's flagship pipe band range. Axial's distinctive aesthetic owes much to its X-frame cage system. 
This futuristic hardware is designed to complement all of the amazing shell finishes on offer, such as the Phantom, Smoked Walnuts, and the very popular Merlin finishes, of which there are three new additions for 2022, Platinum, Violet, and Emerald. The Basin Tenors now come with Georgian Oak Hoops, which feature their head stress management system and wide mass claws for all-round better tension across the heads. The British Drum Company's Axial Series is innovation defined, designed and engineered for you to look amazing, sound amazing and feel amazing. McLennan Bagpipes by North Carolina artisan instrument maker Roddy McLennan from Euston, Scotland proud supplier of bagpipes, small pipes and chanters to Ali the Piper one of a kind instruments crafted from the finest materials using traditional skills for more than 30 years attention to detail and dedication to the highest standards of quality guarantee you a bagpipe which is more than just a musical instrument but also a work of art Custom made for you in a variety of wood with the widest range of profiles in the industry. Repair, restoration, replacement, refurbishment services also available. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McLennan Bagpipes. Born in Scotland, made in the USA. Wallace Bagpipes. Quality, pride and passion. Made in Scotland. Proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. Ah, yes, time for Topic of the Week, and the title of this week's episode kind of does give it away. Yeah, we're going to be talking about quite an interesting invention that uh, really kind of piqued my interest, and uh, I have to be honest, I wasn't fully aware of what exactly it was until we started getting nominations for it for the Big Rab Show Awards. Yeah, you might have seen this listed, it's called the E-Bel Air, which is like an assisted... Uh, breathing system it's very very interesting uh, so we managed to get catching up with the inventor of this incredible product and to find out exactly just what is it and why was it invented in the first place and uh yeah why is it proven to be so popular as well so um yeah without any further ado any further delay let's get into this week's topic of the week let's welcome bruce lazaroff to the podcast so welcome to the show, Bruce from eBello. How are you, Bruce? Are you well? I'm doing fine, thank you. How good, are you? Good. The very best, thank you. Well, if anything, we've been wanting to get you on the show now for a while, but just been failing to, and, to do that because we've just been so crazy busy at the moment. But it's great to have you finally on the show. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so Indeed. much. Now, there is a purpose why we have you on the show, and we mentioned it there as a part of our introduction, eBello. Now, we will talk about that. But first of all, I want to talk about yourself, uh, first of all, and your background in the piping scene. Uh, have you got any experience in that, in the piping world yourself, Bruce? I do. I do. I've been playing since I was 11 years old, and mm. I'm no longer 11 years old, about to enter my seventh <laughs> decade. Um, so, the uh, yeah, I started playing actually just north of New York City uh, with a Boy Scout band. And um, 
was sponsored by you know local local um, electrical union and been playing but pretty much solidly with local street bands and some competition bands all the way through up to the Manchester Pipe Band in uh, Connecticut, which uh, actually played at the Worlds a couple of times before I actually joined them. But um, And then I went on to actually run for 10 years a, a college band, Trinity College of uh, Hartford, Connecticut. And, uh, you know, I've been now I'm now in Delaware and I'm starting another band. So that's my See. world. I see you're starting another one. I see you're a glutton for punishment then, Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> my son my son just shook his head. He just shook his head. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, good luck with that, indeed. Uh, but if, if anything, we could talk about your piping history and all of that and what you're up to at the moment, but we do have you on for a very specific reason. Mm-hmm. That is E-Bello. Now, for those watching the video right now on YouTube or our Facebook page, whatever, we're now looking at the website. So this is E-Bello. Dot com. So it's e-bello.com. Go and check this product out. Now, whenever we first stumbled across this, and then it, it, yeah, we were fascinated looking at this. Tell us about this. What is the e-bello or e-bel-air? Yeah. Well, the e-bel-air is the product, and uh, we settled on that name for it. But the purpose of it is to provide a supplemental um air supply for the bagpipe. Now, it sounds like, well, who would need that? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a very specific case, which we can talk about. Um, a friend of mine became um, disabled in terms of his ability to play the bagpipe due to um, due a medical condition. And it required him to have surgery, which basically removed his ability to, to blow. And um, what we, what happened truly was that I was sitting with his wife at the at the hospital um, after his recovery, after he just come out of surgery, mm-hmm. and um, and I had said to her, like I don't know how I'm going to do this, but there's got to be a way to get David back up on the pipes. Now David and his brother Ian have been kind of you know buddies of mine in the piping scene up in Connecticut for oh my god at that point probably about ten fifteen years, mm-hmm. and. Um, it's, and, you know, you kind of, you know how you you get around with your mates, you kind of just, your buddies, you just kind of do everything together, especially in the piping scene. Yeah. And uh, for him to be kind of pulled out of that was just really shocking and um, fr- frankly unacceptable. So I kind of have been on a bit of a quest and it's taken me uh, about 10 years, 11 years to uh, to put together a workable solution. But um, I never stopped trying and, you know, things went from, you know, comp- air tanks on your back and, you know, trailing oh, along with a little right. trolley behind you. And I mean, just some <laughs> nutty ideas. Yeah. And um, the last couple of years, some the technology kind of came together and allowed me to put together this solution. So this is an assisted kind of bellows system that you can wear on your body that helps run a set of highland pipes basically Would that exactly. be right? yeah. yeah it it's actually the the unit weighs about four and a half pounds mm-hmm. um it uses a rechargeable basically standard drill battery um and it provi- provides enough um power to operate uh the bagpipe it, you're not going to play the hardest read in the universe please you know um <laughs> but it at 32 inches of water that's a respectable read 
Mm-hmm. And um, and the instrument sounds really fine. So um, he is able at this point to participate in full band starts and stops. And um, and basically it operates, you know, normally as we would normally consider it. You can do a three pace roll start. And yeah. at the end, when you are ready to stop, you basically shut the pump off using the mouth piece. And um, and it has a flap valve inside, and you just squeeze off as you normally would. So. You see, now you've just answered all my questions. I was going to ask you about striking in and getting that perfect cutoff. So this is possible with that product then, yeah. It is, it is. Now, you know, let's face it. It's like any any start or stop, you know, mm. it takes, you have to know your instrument. You have to know um, the, the, beha- the, your behaviors in terms of blowing. Yeah. And um, so this, this definitely has a learning curve to that, to that skill, but it definitely can be developed to the point where I was playing it in our band, local band here. Mm-hmm. And the pipe major came over to me and he's looking at me like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm not blowing. That, that's what I'm not doing mm-hmm. uh, because I was able to nail the starts and I was able to nail the stops. So um, so the other question that keeps coming up, I don't know if it's on your list or not. Go ahead. Let, let me see. Yeah. How, how loud <laughs> is this thing? Spot on. Yeah, that was going to be my <laughs> next one. Yeah, just because I have visions of this thing like chugging away and you hear dun, 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 dun. But as, as loud as that or how loud is it? Okay. So... Um, <clears throat> I'm always looking to try to get it softer, but right now it comes in at about 50 decibels, 58 decibels at about six feet, which means hmm. when it starts up, you definitely hear the, whoo, you hear that. Right. But as soon as the drones strike in, it disappears entirely. Right. It, so it, it sits underneath in, what the pipes are doing, really. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And the other thing is it doesn't, I mean, I'm not an acoustic engineer. So, you know, so I have a part of my website called Quibblings. Yeah, here you go. Um, under quibblings, um, I'm sure people are gonna, who are really going to listen to this say on in person are going to say, "Well, you know, I can hear a harmonic." <laughs> well, oh, I maybe, see. Maybe you can, but if you're in a parade and you're playing with 16 other pipes, nobody's going to hear that harmonic. And frankly, I don't hear the harmonic um, once the pipes are tuned. Yeah, and funny, there's another point that I was going to ask you about electronic pipes. I know a lot of people who have had breathing difficulties and stuff, especially post-COVID and that, um, you know, a lot of people have found it difficult getting back on Highland pipes after having contracted COVID. So they have went down the electronic bagpipe route. But this could be a possible solution that where they could actually get back onto proper acoustic Highland pipes then. Exactly. Even with David, we had per- we as a band, we purchased him um, an electronic bagpipe to to kind of keep going, you know, kind of mm. stay in the game here, you know. But but it's limited, you know. You're still you're still dragging around an amplifier or trying to find an amplifier that gives you and and the the sound is I'm I'm going to get killed here, I'm sure, but the sound is is a simulation. It's it's not a bagpipe. And with all the with all the harmonics and all the undertones and all the excitement and frustrations of playing that wonderful instrument, yeah. Uh, but so this is the first the first practical device for those who want to continue to play the bagpipe, but for whatever reason are limited um, in that ability. 
I see. Yeah. So th- honestly, it's a fascinating idea. And I, I'm sure a lot of folks will have very, some very strong opinions on this. Uh, so what I would recommend, actually, is to go to the website. All right. E-Bello.com, uh, where there's various different video demonstrations and stuff as well, I have to say. Now, we're not going to be able to look at these here right now in the YouTube clip, but we'll, we'll edit these in towards the end. And as well, for those listening on the pod, we'll, we'll edit in a very short clip of a, of a chap actually using this system. Uh, so walk us through, we're, we're looking at the shop here right now. What products do you have on offer, you know, for folks to pick up? So obviously you have the Bellow system itself, but there's a, a bunch of different hoses and batteries and things. What's all uh, this that we're looking at here? So the basic system is um, is the Ebelera, which comes complete. It comes with the battery, it comes with the hoses, it comes with the strap and the bag and, the, and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, the There's an additional hoses can be purchased also for small pipes, by the way, because the it's completely variable pressure from mm-hmm. zero all the way up to the max. So um, you in the picture of the gentleman wearing the clown suit, he uh, he was mm-hmm. playing his um, his Gibson small pipe, you know, Malcolm small pipes. Um, using the Ebelair. Ah, I see. So, so I just, yeah. you know, we have an adapter that will fit small pipes as well. Uh, the extra batteries can be purchased. And there's one that I haven't put up there yet, which is um, uh, an adapter with a port in it for a for a uh, gauge, so pressure gauge. So oh, you can, yeah. so that leads to another use of this, which is since COVID made mm-hmm. blowing on reeds like nothing my wife would allow me to even consider, nor would I personally. But anyway, um, you know, safety becomes a real issue now, something we didn't really think about before. How long did you take a drone out, pop it in your mouth, blow it on it? True. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. We've spoke about it on the show hundreds of times. Yeah. So so this <laughs> yeah. provides a mechanism for for safely abstracting yourself, your body, from testing another person's bagpipe and getting a reading on what are they actually blowing? What is the air requirements of that instrument? Mm. So I've been using it in my band all the time to um, help people get set up. And, yeah. you know, even my students is like, you know, how many pipers you've seen with a blowpipe coming out of the back of their heads, you know, because it's just too long. <laughs> so, you know, um, yeah. I've been using this to like say, okay, here, put the put this on, hold your instrument at the proper posture Mm -hmm. and then we can measure definitively what blowpipe you need i mean that's a simple thing but you know that causes a great deal of of aggravation it's a great application though yeah it's a great great idea yeah i also use it for teaching tuning so i'll cork the i'll cork the uh, the drones Mm -hmm. i mean i'll cork the uh, the chanter stock and uh, lay the thing on the table and then have them actually tune the drones it doesn't matter where so i mean it's it's it has a whole, I'm finding a whole range of uses for this device other than just, you know, helping somebody who's, who has a disability or mm. at this time, um, it, but I'm using it as a teaching tool and I as see. a way of, of transitioning people to the pipes. Yeah, that, that, honestly, it is so fascinating. And as you say, the range of use that you have at your fingertips in as a result of purchasing this, yeah, that's honestly very, very exciting, I have to say. And that's what, the reason why we're featuring it on this week's show, because it is such an interesting idea. Now, there's one thing that I am concerned about. Us here in the UK, we're well used to it with playing in all conditions. And we know that moisture is a factor whenever we're playing and we know that reeds need a certain amount of moisture. Uh, but using a system like this uh, would be blowing dry air in through your pipes all the time. 
uh, would there be any way to kind of heat up the air that goes through it or even moisten it somewhat? Is there any, you know, work around for that? Yeah, actually, interesting. Um, here in the, in the States, it's not quite as bad, perhaps. I mean, depending on where you are in the States, I'm in the middle Atlantic. So our humidity is, you know, pretty, pretty good. We're, we're yeah. always about 50, 60, 70% humidity, um, 60%. Um, to answer your question, the bottle traps, the water bottle traps mm-hmm. with, a, with the, used to call them mine, I'm doing, uh, ShamWow, those moisture absorbing cloths in there. Yes, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just moisten that, leave it in the bag, and that seems to be just fine. I haven't, I've got some feedback from several people, and that hasn't been one of the problems. I, I see. Excellent. So that little thing is enough to keep the moisture circulating through the whole, the bag and everything. That's fascinating. There you yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. So I haven't managed to trip you up at all then, Bruce. You've got me. <laughs> so yeah, I'm absolutely sold on this idea. I, I think it's, it's a great kind of leg up, I suppose, for folks who perhaps haven't been able to pick up the instrument again post COVID. And I think it's yeah, such an incredible idea from that point of view so that a lot more people as a result of now, of this now can possibly pick it up. Yeah. So again, I know it sounds like a shameless plug, but for those of you watching the video right now or even listening on the podcast right now, please do go and visit the website and see what we're talking about. So it's e-bello.com. There you are. And there is like different demonstration videos and stuff as well. Like I haven't went through every tab on the website, uh, but it is honestly a fascinating product and one of which that I think you should definitely check out, especially if you have uh, someone in your life that you know hasn't been able to get back on pipes again, either for a disability, for an illness, or just for any multitude of reasons. This would bring the instrument back into their hands again, Bruce. It does. And it's also, as I said, finding its niche in the uh, in teaching. That's it. Absolutely. So there you are. I have to ask you then, any f- future plans uh, for eBello? Because I know what inventors of such products are like. Uh, once they have the product out there, they're never finished. They always come up with something else. So have you anything else in the works? Well, at this point, we're going to try to make it a little bit more, um, a little more, more robust. I mean, more power. You know, this is like mm. you can never have enough, right? So um Right now, I'm looking to, to try to boost it up a little bit in terms of its its power and also to reduce the the sound. Um, we're looking to look we're looking to get a little bit more um, a little bit more in the dynamics of the, is it affecting the acoustics. So I'm going to be looking to get somebody to truly measure it out mm. and see you know if we can if we need to make any adjustments to that. Um, one just, one final thing. The biggest fear, I, I was I was struck by this. I, when I showed this to one of the uh, adjudicators in our local, you know, pipe band association, mm-hmm. their eyes got very wide, and the fear was amazing. They, <laughs> the fear, went, why I'm the fear? Help, we're looking to help people, and they went to like, what do I do with somebody coming in front of me? On, oh. at a game? That's a fair point, actually. I, I don't know if there's anything in the rule book against such a thing. You there know? isn't. There isn't, but I've gotten I got them talking. <laughs> oh hi. That's a very interesting discussion on that point there. So I I would love to see how that one pans out. Actually. So, yeah. yeah. Very interesting stuff. Well, Bruce, I have to say it's a smashing product, one of which that I'm absolutely fascinated with. And you say the amount of uses you have for this 
it's yeah, they don't know the mind boggles. I'm just trying to think. There's like so many different ways now you could use this. So as you say, it's completely across the range, not just for Highland pipes, but for small pipes, shuttle pipes, all of that. You just need the appropriate adapter and everything. So yeah, I am absolutely a fan of this. So go along, check it out, e-bello.com. That's where you can go and see all the information on this amazing product. So do you have any other points of contact, Bruce? So if folks have any other questions on that, where can they reach you? Uh, sure. It's uh, sales at ebello.com will get us. And um, that's probably the, the two easiest ways of getting a hold of us at this point. I see. Perfect. Well, thank you, first of all, for taking time to chat with us here on the show and telling us all about this product. It's, it honestly is so interesting. And uh, yeah, I hope our audience go and check it out. And uh, yeah, as we say in our show, you can draw your own conclusions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a million, well, Thank Bruce. you for, your, for the opportunity to talk about it and for your support. I really do appreciate it. No problem at all. Thanks a million. Thank you. Ah, fantastic stuff there. Thank you so much to Bruce for joining us on the show uh, this week. It honestly is a fascinating product that has a range of uses, I guess. And as for that harmonic there, yes, you can hear it, but I do understand what he says there. But I mean, you know, whenever you put that in amongst a pipe core, it could disappear very quickly. So it's such an interesting product, you know, and I dare say, you know, as the years progress, it'll continue to develop. And uh, yeah, this will be absolutely one to watch for sure so there you are that's it for this week's topic of the week and that's it for another big rab show podcast next week we will announce all of our winners and i'm looking forward to next week's pod indeed it's going to be a lot of fun (laughs) oh i can't wait the big rab show awards i don't know i just get stupid excited for them every year you know anyway that's tomorrow. That's next week's pod, I suppose. Looking forward to that one. As always, don't forget that you can go and support us over there on Patreon. We do have a pile of exclusives over there. Uh, so, yeah, go and check it out. And, uh, yeah, shout out to our Patreon faithful who had already had early access to that interview as well. So, shout out to our Patreon faithful. Uh, so, yeah, go over there. Consider clicking on support and get your mitts on loads of extra stuff. And, as always, you can email us in on this or anything that you've heard on the show this week. Uh, our email address has never changed. BigRabShow at gmail.com. That address again, BigRabShow at gmail.com. There you are. All right, it's been quite a busy podcast this week with a lot to cover. Thank you all for downloading this week. We really do appreciate it. And yes, we will see you on next week's pod as we unveil the champions of the Big Rab Show Awards. Uh, have you any predictions, by the way? Yeah, who do you think's going to win? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. All right, we'll see you on next week's podcast for the exciting Big Rab Show Awards. Until then, we'll see you all next week. All the best.
Well, that's it for another Big Rap Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. <laughs>